coming up. This is her job to, you know, determine whether a structure is safe, whether it meets the fire codes, whether it meets the city building codes. And she had kind of said, no, it's been in violation for decades. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. August 29th, a historic home in Madisonville, Tennessee, caught fire. She started the fire in the basement, didn't come through any of the floors. Investigators now say it was an act of arson, and they think they know who did it. The historic Kefauver house in Madisonville has caught fire before, but this time the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation says the fire inspector is the one who set it. Grace King joins us from WBIR in Knoxville, Tennessee. Grace, back in August, there was a fire at a historic home in Madisonville, Tennessee. What all did we know about the fire at the time? Well, at the time, we didn't know why the house caught fire. It had caught fire before in 2006 and was pretty poorly damaged already. The city and the homeowners had kind of been going back and forth about whether to demolish the home or save the home. But at the time, they didn't know if someone walking by had lit it on fire or how it really caught fire. Before we get into some of the latest news here, can you fill us in a little bit on the history of this particular home, which was the childhood home of a prominent 20th century Tennessee politician? For sure. It was the boyhood home of Senator Estes Kefauver. He was a U.S. senator from Tennessee and a vice presidential candidate in 1956. The home was built in the 1830s. The contractors I've talked to there said it's one of the prettiest homes they've ever worked on, just all the details and intricacies of this home. And it's been there for, you know, almost two centuries now. And maybe this being a crime podcast, some of our listeners might know the name Kefauver from the Kefauver Committee on Organized Crime, which led a series of televised hearings in the early 50s that sort of brought the American mafia to the public consciousness. But as you mentioned, he was he was a pretty big figure on the national stage. And it sounds like that's a big part of what's caused some folks in Madisonville to want to preserve this home over the years. For sure. There's so much history just tying it back to him and being able to say, you know, he lives in Madisonville. He's from our small town in Tennessee. And this is something we want to preserve for years to come. The house isn't in the best condition, and it hasn't been in many, many years, but there's been a big push from the heritage groups and restoration groups in town to save the home and restore it to its previous condition. And it sounds like from your reporting, too, that the home actually changed hands pretty recently. Is that right? Yeah. So in April, the city codes and fire inspector, they issued an order to demolish the home just based on some of the codes in Madisonville and what they could require the home to do because it had been in such poor condition. And then it went from a relative of Kefauver to someone with no relation to Kefauver. And that owner said, you know what? I'm going to take it and I'm going to restore the home now. But it had been very recently changing hands after more than a decade of ownership by the previous owner. At what point do we learn more about this August fire? And what is it that we learn? We learned that the August fire was not just started by anyone, but actually the Madisonville City Fire and Codes Inspector. She had been responsible for inspecting the home in the past. The homeowner was very familiar with the Codes and Fire Inspector, Sarah Van Landingham. And the next day, Sarah showed up on site in her uniform with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to investigate the fire. And 
There were a lot of questions just about how the fire had started, why it started in the basement of the house, how someone got into the basement, what had happened. And sure enough, the TBI, they said their investigation determined that the fire inspector is actually the one who set the fire. Tonight, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation says a woman who served as a fire inspector set fire to a historic home in Madisonville. I mean, that had to have been a shock covering this to A, hear that this fire might have been intentionally set, and then B, to learn that the person accused of setting it was a fire inspector. For sure. And the fire inspector for the city in April actually emailed our station and she said, this is the history of the home. Here's everything they've done in violation over the years. She said, the city of Madisonville has shown a great deal of forbearance to Ms. Hahn, the previous owner. They hate to lose a historic structure, but it's an act of collapse and we have no other options. And she was talking about how maybe they could preserve some of the original wood flooring into, you know, different pieces or wood crafts, that kind of thing, and talking about, we don't think we can preserve the home. It's in active collapse. It's a danger to the citizens of Madisonville. And that was all in April. This is her job to, you know, determine whether a safe a structure is safe, whether it meets the fire codes, whether it meets the city building codes. And she had kind of said, no, it's been in violation for decades. And when it changed ownership, the new owner decided, hey, we're going to restore this home. Uh, work to restore the home had started, they said, about two weeks before the fire. And then all of a sudden, the fire inspector set the fire. That's what the TBI is telling us. What, if anything, have authorities had to say about why they think that this former fire inspector would have wanted to set this building on fire? Authorities haven't released any information as to why she would have set the fire. They just said, we've arrested her on arson. We believe she'll have a court appearance later this month, and hopefully we can learn more from her side of things. But she's been in this position for years and years and years. She's the vice president of the Tennessee Safety Fire Inspectors Association. She She's done so much in terms of that work that it's very shocking to see, you know, the person responsible for inspecting fires is the one who set the fire the homeowner says they've gone, the current homeowner says they've gone back and forth since she took ownership over whether the structure can be saved, whether there's, or whether it's worth saving. She feels very passionate, the new homeowner, about saving this home, but she doesn't know if that had to contribute that the fire inspector thought it was finally going to be demolished in April. There was that direction to demolish from the city based on the city's slum clearance regulations. And when restoration work began a couple weeks later, the home was set on fire. And to clarify, Van Landingham is no longer a city employee, but she was at the time of this fire in August. And there's actually some some footage of her on the scene the morning after the fire, right? Correct. Yeah, she was the fire and codes inspector for Madisonville for many, many years. Um, the contractors told me she showed up that night of the fire. It started around 8 p.m. and sort of showed up that night asking what happened, acting very shocked. The next day, she was on site with the homeowner and the TBI, ready to investigate the fire. And at some point that day, the TBI said, hey, I think we're going to take control of this investigation. And we're not quite sure why at that point they decided, but the homeowner was very concerned that Sarah Van Landingham would be the one to investigate the fire, just based on their history and previous conversations about how the future of the home should be handled. Contractors had just started restoration work when this fire happened. What did they have to say about their work on the home and about this setback? Well, they have 
a very tall job ahead of them. There was a devastating fire in 2006 that burned much of the home. And that's where a lot of the debate over whether the home could be safe began because from 2006 to present, almost nothing, according to Sarah Van Landingham, had been done on this home to make the structure safe or restore the home. After years of not being maintained, the water started moving the ground around here. Things have settled. So the contractors in August before this fire knew they had a lot of work to be done, but they told me they've never seen a home built this way. They were excited by all the intricacies and getting to work on a project that means so much to some people in this community. We're finding a lot of history inside the house. And after the fire, they said, you know, it's a setback, but it just motivates them more. They feel that they have to do this now. There's no question over whether they should just make the structure safe, but now they're saying, you know, we're gonna bring this structure back to its original condition. We are going to do everything we can to bring this home back to Madisonville and let people enjoy the home or whoever wants to live there after, whatever the future of the home is, but they are more determined than ever. It just made my whole crew all the more determined to get the job done. I went there the day the charges were dropped um, or released against Sarah Van Landingham and I met the contractors there and they gave me a tour and the owner and everyone, they said, this is, this is our project. We committed to this before and we're more committed to this now. So they plan to restore the home. Grace King with WBIR in Knoxville. Thanks for sharing the story. Absolutely, thanks for having me. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Daily Crime. As a reminder, we're here every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So if you haven't already, hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts after that, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows, including our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.